Hey, how's it going? I just got in from walking my dog, so I feel like my hair looks like it went through a blender or something, so I apologize. That's a shame that we're doing a podcast and people can't see how gorgeous we are, but they'll just have to use their imaginations. Um, I had fun playing Animal Crossing with you last night, by the way. I find... Yeah. yeah, no, I totally see getting obsessed with that game. I uh, I remember uh, old uh, older Animal Crossing games, some of them, like, the next day tripped at midnight, and so you could just stay up till midnight, and then everything would, like, change, and, you know, the new stuff. And mine doesn't do that, and I think that's really a good thing, because I just keep, like, that's one of those games that, like, you can't just play it for five minutes, and I keep thinking, like, oh, there's a thing I want to do, so... That's when I got to be careful or it will be an absolute productivity killer for me. Yeah, I'm happy I found it when I did, but I'm happy I didn't find it sooner because I think I wouldn't have done anything remotely productive. Well, I totally get how everyone got super into that when the pandemic started. It uh, it makes me happy to see you playing video games at all. I love video games and I like games like that that uh, bring in people who aren't like your typical gamer, quote unquote. And uh, video games are for everybody, but I see how they're kind of... uh, they're a little inaccessible to people who don't play, you know? I always like games like that that bring in everybody. Yeah, I love that you showed up on my island. I get my net out to whack you, and you just start playing a musical instrument. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, so we're not beating each other up with nets. We're playing music. Got it. I, 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 I didn't pick up the right vibes. I didn't know. It wouldn't let me use my axe, so... Yeah. That's fun how it uh, lets you have multiple people on at the same time, and... And like, wow, you did a really good job decorating your island. It looks so nice. And uh, yeah, I mean, I just started, so my island obviously looks like a barren shithole. And also, like, everywhere I've touched is ugly and full of stuff I think is cool. So there's just, like, piles of, like, big fish around and stuff. But, like, I like hoarding the animals. Like, you don't get to do in real life. And so, like... First thing I do is, you know, I have a shitty bed and a little pet hermit crab and like I've just caught a bunch of different crabs. I love crabs in real life. They're such cool little animals and like you can keep them as pets. They sell them at pet stores, but it feels weird to have like, I don't know. But so yeah, I just my house is like technically like I'm sleeping on hay and have a pile of crabs around me. That's when I started off with the tent, I had a hermit crab, a fish tank. I did the same thing. And now... Next time we play, I'll have to show you. I have an entire aquarium room in my house on the island oh, nice. now. I realized it didn't even go into your house. Yeah. Like well, I next just ran time... around your island. I just I was so enamored with like your outdoor cafe and stuff. And uh, yeah. At one point, I was like, I laid down, and then you came and like stood over top of me and just looked like peaceful. And I was like, Are we in therapy? It looked like my guy was just like, Yeah, I just envisioned you being like, And how does that make you feel? Oh, oh no think like the first day you got that i was like i'm gonna wait like six hours since she's played it for a little bit and then i texted you did you kill the final boss yet and i'm like i hope she thinks that's funny because i think that's really funny (laughs) but uh and then i said that then i said that to my daughter when she played it when i got it for her for her birthday so i got myself a copy i said that to her like 20 minutes in i was like did you kill the final boss yet and she just goes that's dumb you have any stories of weird people you met on the internet that are not sad? Because I don't yes. think anyone wants to hear podcasts of, oh, oh that's terrible. Where were her parents? They're, uh, the internet's a strange <laughs> place. It still is. Okay, you got it. I got to back up on this. So 
early internet AOL instant messenger. So there was this guy. Give me a common guy name because I don't want to say his real name. We'll call him Marky. Marky. Okay, that that's that works. He was a few years older than me and my friends. He was one of the like older high school boys that talked to everybody. And we were, I don't know, we thought we were so cool because this older guy was talking to us. So for context, we were 14 or 15 and he was probably a junior or senior. He was a super mega creep. So as a senior in high school, he had privileges and tickets to events or proms or whatever. And he would basically tell some of us, this group of girls that he knew, like, hey, I'll get you tickets to this if you um, let me like have a pair of your used panties. Like, I'm not even joking. No um, kink shaming, but that's a lame one. So a little bit of kink shaming. <laughs> it's, I don't know. I think for me, I'm not attracted to women, so I don't think about these things, but it seems a little unsanitary to me. So this is where it connects to the internet. Um because it doesn't make sense yet. So he somehow got my AOL screen name. And I don't think I'm the one who gave it to him, but he... Do you remember? Hold on. Do you remember what it was? And was it embarrassing? Oh, mine or his? Yeah. Yours. Oh, bloody hell. Stupid screen. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. Your embarrassing screen name. Oh, God. It's so bad. It was like Steph Scribbles and some random letters at the end oh that's nothing it's come so full circle that like i i all mine were weird and stupid when i was a kid and then i was like first name last name at maturename.com and now i just go online and make stupid names because i think they're funny like on some video games you can just change your name on the fly and i'll just put in like daddy's little princess and then just beat people mercilessly and be like fuck you your game sucks fool and then it's just funny or like I just make weird names. My kids will be like, are you playing this game with your name like Mommy's Little Dylan? And I'm like, yes, I am. And it's... Yes. So now it's just come full circle. I make stupid names on purpose because it's funny. Or, uh... But yeah, that's... that's... Go on with your story, but that could have been way worse. Yes, you're right. It could have been way worse. So he was talking to me on AOL Instant Messenger. And this was back before I had my own computer. This was back when... Everybody had one computer and it was in the corner of the living room and it was positioned where my parents. Yes, which in hindsight is great. I think, you know, my parents should have been monitoring me, a teenage girl on the Internet. Like that's they should have been monitoring me and I was not a teenage girl. So, yeah. Right. Right. Everyone had had the family shame computer that was like a gigantic mm -hmm. monolithic computer set in the most like awkward place, like in the kitchen or something, just where everyone could see it. And it didn't stop anyone from looking at porn. It just made it inconvenient. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a great, great segue into what I'm about to tell you, because he, (laughs) again, was very creepy and very forward and... I don't know, just very sexual, but not in the normal teenage boy way, because all teenage boys are pretty sexual or have it on their mind. But he was a bit much. And so this is where I received my first, I think the cool kids call it unsolicited dick pic. Ah, Um, Oh, that's early, early adopter. Yeah, no, I I got dick pics before they were a thing. I'm a dick pic hipster. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) No, I did not. I did not enjoy it. Um, so thankfully, my parents were very 
I was able to be open with them about those sort of things. And so he said, he's like, I want to, I want to send you a sexy picture. And I'm like, please don't. And he's like, I want to know what you think. And I'm like, I think you shouldn't do it. <laughs> um, I want to know what you think is the least sexy way to preface a dick pic. Like, right. no, you don't. So my mom is sitting on the couch and I was like, bro, like, no, do not send me a dick pic. My parents are in the same room. And he's like, well, tell them to leave. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> Does he know what earth parents are like? Like, you need to leave. I'm getting a dick pic. And they're like, oh, we're terribly sorry. Have a good dick pic, honey. We're going out to like, what? Like, I know everyone didn't have the, like, stable home life, or maybe his mom worked, le- like, but, like, bro, like, right. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's not a good response. And also, I get he was in the heat of the moment. Once you get yourself worked up, your, your, uh, judgment blurs a little bit, but that's way outside the realm of the logic of tell them to leave. Yeah. I, I told him, I said, like, please do not send this to me. No, no. And I, I just kept saying no, which should have been enough. But he, again, was creepy. And so I told my mom and I was like, mom, I'm just going to tell you the truth and you can believe me or not, but I don't want to get in trouble because I didn't want my internet privileges taken away. Um, that was very important back in the day. Oh, yeah. And I said, mom, this guy wants to send me a picture of his, well, you know, and I keep telling him no, and I think he's going to send it anyway. So I think my mom, like, headed my dad off at the bathroom door and was like, hey, what you doing? And distracted him for a minute. Um, Later on, my dad, I think, went outside or something. And my mom was like, is it deleted off the computer? We do not want underage penis on our computer. That is not good. No, so I don't know if the, I don't, it wasn't a stranger I met on the internet, but I think it's the most notable thing from the internet that I remember being a big weird thing. Like, please, like, there's somebody else that wants to look at your dick pic. It's just not me. I definitely talked to strangers on the internet, which, you know, it was fine. I used to, um, do, I used to do message boards a lot. I yes. got all kinds of trouble on the internet, but I would go to, uh, I would go to, like, any message boards, Pokemon message boards, but then, like, the ones where... Yeah, message boards were my thing. It had a level, it, it reduced the urgency and it was fun. To, like, you could avoid people. But I also like, uh, I used Instant Messenger a lot. I'm not going to tell a story behind this. This is just a moral that's no longer really relevant. But uh, if you never use your family computer to look up what porn your dad searched for when he was alone, then you did a smart thing because. I was a Snoopy kid and I looked up what everybody was looking at in my family. And that's a bad idea because you're not going to like what you find. But wow, I really didn't like what I found. So if you kids out there have a a shared family computer, yes, your dad's looking at porn on it when you're in bed. It's just the way of the world. People got needs. But don't look at it. Don't look up the history. The fact that your dad doesn't know how to delete his history or trusts you not to look at it. You're better off not knowing because then you're going to have to look at your mom the next day and you can never forget the websites your dad visited. Yeah, let people's internet histories be. That's just between them and God. I will say this. I never, I never, no, I never ever really thought about that. And I'm glad I never did that. But I do know that there was a time 
my dad thought I was upstairs in my room and he asked my mom, he's like, okay, Steph's in bed. Can you find that picture of Mariah Carey that everybody's talking about? (laughs) Apparently there was a nude photo of Mariah Carey in the early internet. And apparently my dad was very interested in seeing it. I'm going to give you four different years in the 90s and you get to pick one. Right. I have a mag- I have four magazines in my hand. All right. One is they're each that, from different those are years. All, those are all Playboys. Come on. <laughs> Why would I have Playboys? Just read me the articles and then let's go on. Okay. So, do you want to go to 1994, 1995, 1997, or 1999? Mm, I'm doing the wine tasty thing where you swirl your wine around, and I'm going to say. 1994 was a good year. All right. What were you doing in 1994? Um, waiting for Pokemon to come out. Kind of Calvin and Hobbesy at that point in my life, you know, just yeah. outside playing without a care in the world, but probably should have had a lot of cares. Uh, video games were my thing and playing outside. I was dabbling in Power Rangers, I believe, at the time. Magazine time. You're never going to guess who's on the cover of this magazine. I did not plan this. No. Power Ranger? No. Is it me? No. No. What was the celebrity we were talking about? Mariah Carey. Oh, is it that picture? Bro, no. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, she's like fine, but I don't, beyond even like pervy, she's just so lovable. Like anytime people are like, God, there's a woman type stuff like i'm like i vision visualize mariah carey is like she's like the female like you know what i mean yeah if you want to think yeah. of like a basic christian judeo-christian type god but female i'm gonna pick mariah carey she looks like she's the best of every race she looks like her hugs can heal her voice is beautiful she's just she's a treasure i know like two of her songs and they're both that christmas song but every time i see a picture of her i'm like oh she's so precious but yeah anyway what she have to say i'm hoping she's offering love advice we'll find out so this is from april of 1994 this is 17 magazine one of the headlines is sweet sexy mariah gets a new look for spring Okay. She looks the same as she does now, so I feel like it's not a new look. Like, that woman doesn't age either. I think, no. like, dating Nick Cannon would make anybody old, but, yeah, she uh, she looks like the same treasure she does now. Yep. There's also a quiz that I think it's very important that you take. Um, the cover says, quiz, what do guys think of you? So we obviously need to know what guys think I of you. I do need to know. I'm going to yeah. assume they think I'm loud and pushy and intimidating. Yep. On the edge with Aerosmith. All right. We've got some Aerosmith in here. I don't, would not think of Aerosmith as a 90s. That, okay. Can I tell you real quick a fun thing about Aerosmith? Because Aerosmith's kind yes. of a weird fascination, like a morbid fascination for me. They have songs about like getting head in elevators and they're like, this is art. But uh, I'm not going to just, I'm not going to do my segment this week where I complain about Aerosmith. But I will tell you, there is a video game an aerosmith video game have you ever heard of it it's called revolution x no that's it was uh it was an arcade game um i'm not sure what year it's relatively old but it was an arcade game they put on home consoles but you've seen those arcade cabinets where there's like a big gun and you point the gun at the screen right yeah yeah yeah. it's it's one of revolution x is one of those and you're helping aerosmith fight back against the government 
type machine gun controller, but in the game you're shooting cassette or uh, CDs at bad guys. It's uh, it's one of those video games I have a copy of in my collection of retro video games that when people look at it, it's like, oh, what's this? You say, it's not good at all, but if you like retro, like pop culture oddities that shouldn't have existed but do, that's a, that's a good one. It's got a... It also has things like it has like the old video game style music version of Aerosmith songs. It's really bizarre. If you love Aerosmith and that game, then you probably just probably should love better stuff because that game is horrible. Oh, I found a fun article. The Ten Commandments of Guy Fashion. I am not a fashionable man. I try, but I suck at it. So I... I also live in the past, so this might work for me. Number one is clothes are more about function than fashion. Um, okay, I don't know how I feel about that. I'm not, I'm I'm a recovering terrible fashion person. I've been trying, I've been putting in an effort, but I still suck at it to like look nice. I feel like taking it back to the 90s, that, I feel like that's a, we're specifically talking about cargo shorts, right? I feel like they were stupid looking but so useful or like i had a pair of pants that were cargo shorts that also had horizontal zippers on the knees where you could unzip the bottom and transform them into shorts and then uh david acevedo threw them into the girls bathroom at the youth group lock-in and i never got them back so they're just permanently annoying shorts i feel like those are the height of function over fashion and i feel like those were hideous despite being like your pants like doubled as a backpack i don't know if i trust that fanny pack on a guy deal breaker or he's practical oh hell no 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 fanny packs (laughs) no crocs there's one that's like if you can't see the dirt it must be clean gross (laughs) or the best kind of clothes shopping is the kind our moms do for us what well yeah only because you don't have to pay but like right like what kind of man babies are we raising here Wait, is this meant to be read by a man? Or is this, like, for women, like, the things we love in guys and how to fix our boyfriends? No, it's believe it or not, there is some logic behind the average guy's wardrobe. I'm not snobby or judgy when it comes to how people dress, but if you're going outside, if you're going in public or going to meet people, like, put some effort in. And I feel like that probably won't age well, like old people who used to like, people used to like wear a suit to get on a plane. And now you just like pop a bunch of Xanax and wake up in Seattle. I will dress like a fucking slob around the house. Like if I'm not going out today, I might wear pajamas all day, but I go out most days. And like, also if if you can't see dirt, it's clean. Also like that was that I wouldn't, I would struggle to believe that was written by a woman. I'm not going to torture you with the rest because some of them are dumb, but the other one that I think is really absurd is real men don't know what fabric softener is. I have literally complained this week that a hoodie I bought is too hard, but I I do the laundry in my house and I care about how it's done. So again, like uh, I'm not super gender stereotype, but also like even like as a kid back when guys were boys were boys and girls were girls and it was normal to call people gay and all this stuff, even in that, environment i don't feel like i knew a lot of people who were like i'm a bro and like my clothes are dirty and smell like shit and it's cool like i think people i think even like in the the much more like gender defined era that we grew up in i think people still cared i don't yeah i'm gonna say i don't 
I don't know who that was written for, but I feel like that was maybe out of touch even then. Yeah, I think so. Like it, I it think... sounds kind of like it's for like eight-year-old boys, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, for if there's sure. ketchup on it. If you can see ketchup on it, then it's dirty. But if you then like, well, it's well, yeah, it's good enough if you're gonna go out and play in the woods. No, it's weird. We're gonna just keep moving from that. We should look that. up whoever wrote that, track them down, and have them as our guest. Yeah. Be like, defend this article you read, you wrote twenty years ago. I found the interview with Aerosmith. It is, we get edgy with Aerosmith. Oh and there's a picture of Joe Perry and Steven Tyler. And it says, Joe Perry left and Steven Tyler have played together for almost 25 years. Jeez, most marriages don't last that long. <laughs> uh, to be fair, they did warn you they were going to get edgy. Yeah, that was really edgy. So <laughs> I need to address this question. I'm not going to read all the questions, but... One of the interview questions is, Stephen, I've read that you think women are the superior sex. Does that mean you're a feminist? (laughs) He's like, no, I mean, between men and women, I have superior sex with women. If they they rephrase that to be like, do you think women should be treated with respect? He'd be like, oh, hell no, that is not what I meant. I wonder if even he bought into that bullshit back then of like, well, I give them all my dick, so I guess I am a feminist. Like, yeah. Do you want to hear You're his like, answer? Steve, Steven, you, I'm going to guess. It's, uh, I have a song about women blowing me in an elevator and how that's funny because going down can mean two things. So what do you think is probably his answer? Mm. <laughs> Very no. close. Very close, okay. Greg. No, not at all. I think it's phenomenal that women can be sensitive and cry and have all these emotions and give birth. For some reason, God gave women more to deal with and that's what makes them so strong. I guess I am a feminist of sorts. I love women so much. (laughs) And I celebrate... Oh, God. I celebrate the female side in me because I appreciate it. I'm really emotional. It freaks me out sometimes. (laughs) I need a second. Oh, my God. It freaks me out sometimes, but I like crying when I look at the sunset. I think that's like diagnosable. Sometimes I wish I had a more macho side, but for all intents and purposes, I like where I am. And then the next question, but don't you guys get ragged on for having lots of sexy women in your videos? And Joe, his bandmate says, sure we do. In fact, we get a bunch of it from Stone Temple Pilots. They didn't want to go on the road with us because they thought we were sexist. But hey, if we were girls, we'd have good looking guys in our videos. That is... Like, I know societally we've come a long way since then in terms of not all being horrible perverts, but they were not trying very hard. I think they were like, you can tell they're like, a lot of kids read this, so don't say anything that we're going to get. Like, how much do you think was cut from that interview where they're like, we can't say that? Like, no, we love how you can give birth and have feelings. And God made you special. That's so patronizing, too. Like, oh, you women have so much to deal with. You have to give birth. Your feelings are out of control. You don't, you have feelings that you don't know what to do with. Like, I'm, I'm going to say I don't think he's a feminist. Yeah. I have heard, this is slightly unrelated, but it is related to Steven Tyler. I think all big rock stars have done some things that are disrespectful to women to a certain degree, whether they want to admit it or not. And so I'm just going to leave it at that. I think that's generous. However, 
I have heard that Steven Tyler is super nice to his fans. I know somebody who actually met him after one of his concerts and he took her out for coffee the next day and was super nice and just a really cool dude and really down to earth. And I'm like, all right, all right. This was a reliable source. You say the next day as in slept with him and then the next day? No, I think he met them because he was really involved in Alcoholics Anonymous. And this person Uh, I know is also, you know, um, very involved in AA, sponsors a lot of people. It's been sober for years. And I guess she had some kind of something that said she's a friend of Bill W., which is a way of saying, you know. And I guess he saw that and approached her and was like, hey, I'm in town for a couple of days. I'd love to talk with you more about AA and... You know, apparently he did. He took her out for coffee and was super non-creepy and super nice and just the nicest guy. I I can't, I'm not going to say, but I'm so skeptical. Yeah, I don't know. Cynical me says, yeah, he probably just, I can't, I, I'll take your word for it, but I don't know. I think he seems like the creepiest creep. Who knows? Who knows? But I always assume the worst about people like that in that situation. I used to live next, like, just a couple blocks over from this, like, really small music venue that for some reason was, like, legendary. Like, uh, I don't know why, but apparently a lot of big bands played there real early in their career, and it was really popular. But it had, like, a limit of, like, 300 people. It was super tiny. I got to see some really cool acts there. Sometimes big bands would come through and play there, but, like, not announce the show. And so it would just be, like, locals, and it was really fun. Honestly, that turned me like I wanted to pursue music as a career back then, but I hung out there for like three years and had a lot of fun going to concerts. But he just, I'm not, no one's accused me of being a prude ever. I'm down with anything as long as no one's getting hurt. But it was just, uh, you see enough women used as tables to like snort rails off of, and like your music's not that good, man. Like maybe I got a bad impression, and I know there are plenty of rock stars that like go back to their their tour bus and like play cards with their wife that stuff makes me nervous any t- i feel like that's too that's too much power that's to be like aerosmith to be fucking steven tyler at his prime to know you could have essentially have any woman that's too much power for one man to have and to not turn into a creep i'm a nice guy i got no skeletons and all that i i mean i could run for president and the worst thing you're gonna find is some really controversial opinions on pokemon i've posted on the internet I'm skeptical. That's too much. If I had that much power, I'm sure I would have a ton of things. I'd be like, I hope no one comes out about that. Are you ready to find out what guys think about you? Oh my God. No, I got no. Yes. No, I'm so nervous. They all hate me, right? Is that what they've been saying? I don't know. We got to take the quiz. What do guys think of you? And then it says, you don't have to sneak into the boys' locker room to find out what they're saying about you. Just take this quiz and clue in. Everybody's so horny all the time. (laughs) Boys talk places besides the shower. It could have been like, you don't have to sneak over to a boy's house or to the baseball field. Locker rooms were such a weird subculture growing up that I like, I mentioned that before. There's... There's, you could really dissect a lot of the the like male psyche and the zeitgeist from that. That was not a place guys went to share secrets. I have never seen boys hit the locker room to share secrets and like girl talk and like, no, that's that's not what happened in locker rooms. Well, this is what this teen magazine is leading me to believe, and it's probably what I believed. <laughs> 
You're hanging out with some friends at lunch when a group of guys, including your dream date, sits down at your table. You, A, say to the guy, there's a seat next to me, big guy. B, make eye contact with him and smile. C, leave. No way he'll notice you with so many people around. <laughs> or D, joke around with him about the awful food. Uh, I'm either A or D. When I want someone's attention or to like me, I pretty much just tell them and I'm like, guess what? We're best friends now. But I also do use humor as an icebreaker. And I don't know. The first one was a little flirtier. Like I'd be more inclined to be like, hey, sit next to me. I think I'm going to say D. I'm pretty direct when I want someone to pay attention to me. I'm not usually one to do like flirty. I'm more like we're best friends now. Deal with it. So I'm going to say D. This guy comes up to you at a party and says, hey, aren't you in my chemistry class? You don't recognize him, but he's kind of cute. You. A. Smile flirtatiously and say, no, but I'd like to. B. Say, no, I don't think so and walk away. C. Smile and say, no, but maybe I've seen you in the halls. D. Smile and say, that's not a bad line, but tell, let me tell you a few that would work better. B is by far the coolest. If I met, if I try to pick up line on someone like that and they were, they just went back with, no, let me give you some better pick. I would just, I would be crushing hard. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like C is the best to be like, no, nice try. Like maybe let's get, but I would probably just, it said he's kind of cute. Like I don't have fucking time for this. Justin, my dream boy is somewhere at this party. Or he's not, I'm going to go home. I don't have time to settle for second best. I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm just going to say, nope, see ya. He probably said that to everybody, you know? Yeah, he might have. He's going up to everybody being like, I have a one in four chance of somebody picking A. Of all places, the guy you like turns up at the track while you're jogging. You. A, pretend to be finished with your workout. You're not about to run and get sweaty in front of him. B, tell him how great he looks in his running shorts. C, challenge him to a race. You may humiliate yourself, or maybe you'll humiliate him. (laughs) Or D, pace yourself so that you're running right next to him. It'll be worth it. Uh, I don't love any of those. I'm going to say D. I'm pretty competitive. Oh, you're going to get sweaty? No, fuck that. Like, yeah, I'm gross. Like, I'm here to run. This isn't a beauty pageant. But also, like, it's so degrading to everybody to be like, there's a boy... Oh, so you're sweaty. Don't sweat in front of him. That's gross. But he's like, he shows up and you're like, you have beautiful running shorts. Nobody looks good in running shorts. He's there to run. You don't need to pad his ego at the expense of your own. If it were an option, I would pick, uh, say, hey, what's up? And then run. Compliment his running shorts. No, his running shorts are stupid. The the, the concept of like, find something to compliment him about. It's Mm -hmm. so degrading to both parties. No, that annoys me. I'm going to challenge him to a race and someone's going to leave feeling bad. You and your friends are going to a big party. You put on A, your favorite outfit, jeans and a t-shirt. B, something short, tight, and way sexy, of course. C, a skirt, a t-shirt, and your Doc Martens. Wow, that's very 90s. D, whatever you happen to have on, you don't want anyone to think you're trying too hard. Short, tight, and way sexy is the name of my autobiography. But <laughs> okay, carry on. No, I'm uh, C because yes, that's very nineties. I I dug that look in the nineties. That was cute on girls. The the t-shirt and jeans is fine, but I try to dress up a little. I'm not a I'm not a fancy dress person, but if I'm going out, I like to you know I'll put on my nice. I have shirts that I only wear for when I go out that I keep nice looking. 
translating 90s girl fashion i think that means wear your favorite thing out but put some effort into it as opposed to jeans and a t-shirt which is basically like just whatever you had on at parties you can usually be found a dancing and having the time of your life b doing your famous wallflower imitation c passing on he likes you messages for your guy friends to help them pick up girls or d hanging with your friends and scoping cute guys to talk to I'll say D. None of those are super what I would be doing. Maybe A. Like, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna say A. If I'm gonna go to a party, I'm gonna like go and do stuff. I'm not gonna go and help my guy friends get laid or just chill. Like, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say A. If I'm gonna like, you might have a little trouble getting me out of the house, to, like do something. But I'm gonna go to a concert. I'm gonna like while out. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna fully be into it because other I could just stay home and play video games. I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm gonna have the time of my life or it's not worth the time you're at the mall doing some serious shopping when you see a group of guys you kind of know from school hanging out at the video arcade Jesus I know oh. where this is gonna go I pick join them and beat all their asses at Street Fighter 2 oh well that's C quit shopping to join the guys <laughs> in the arcade all right hey yep that was the most oh that's exactly what I would do answer so far you and the gang are in the park playing touch football one of the guys, the one you have a crush on, of course, tackles you by accident and apologizes all over the place. You, A, say, no sweat, you're no wimp. B, tell him you accept his apology, but he owes you a soda after the game. C, tell him he owes you a massage later to ease the soreness. Oh, boy. Jesus. D, are so dirty, grass-stained, and mortified that you can't even speak to tell him it's okay. Jesus Christ, no wonder, like, women have issues. These are all, like, all of these are just secretly, like, a boy treats you like shit. Do you uh, let him finger you or let him finger you later? Like, they're so degrading. They're like, oh my gosh. don't let him see you sweat. Tell him his little running shorts are beautiful. Like, they're so degrading. And even, like, growing up amongst this, having this be normal... I liked girls that were confident and would be like, nothing was less attractive even as like a young teenager than a girl just being like, I'm so pathetic, don't look at me. In drama <laughs> class, you're paired with a major babe to do a scene, a kissing scene. So you let them finger you. A, you are ready to die from nerves, so you tell the teacher no way. B, suggest he come over to your place later to practice. Prep him by saying, just pretend I'm Sharon Stone, okay? Or D, say, usually I insist on a first date before I kiss a guy and hope the idea hits home. I hate all of those more than the last one, but I feel like a D, at least there's like some humor. Also, just side note, like I know that was a thing that was common. How fucking weird is that, that adults directed school plays where children, children kissed other children in front of like their parents and god and everyone else there are plays without kissing let's do some of those there's no other class where you'd be like well this is uh this is beginner spanish and i need you guys to kiss real quick there are four four categories that each score will fall into i'm gonna tell you four of them all four and i'm gonna have you try to guess which one you are i pride myself on being pretty self-aware so if i fail this i'm gonna need everyone to compliment my running shorts and pad my fragile sense of self so the choices are wild woman perfect pal great girlfriend or snobby sister i feel like d describes me the best so according to this you know 
Very accurate quiz. You are a great girlfriend. You've got everything down right, Greg. You know how to be friendly, flirtatious, in a subtle, non-intimidating, no-pressure way. Plus, you're confident, so you don't change your behavior just because guys are around. You're always yourself. Basically, guys feel comfortable with you, and you feel comfortable around them. And most importantly, you don't take guys too seriously. That's why if a guy you like doesn't like you, you get over it pretty fast. You're too busy having fun to mope. Okay, like, haha, this is stupid and all that, but that's actually fairly accurate. I'm a little impressed by that. The term great girlfriend threw me off. Oh, the next page is all questions written in by listeners about sex and their body. Oh, Christ. I got to hear some of the worst ones. Okay, first of all, I, I will say magazines have like a special place to me because I just, I always liked magazines growing up. I grew up without a TV and was too dumb to read books as a kid, but I read all kinds of magazines. And my parents published a magazine for a while. Like they owned a magazine that they made themselves. Magazines were like my family business for a while. I know for a fact, 99% of the letters written in are bullshit. They are fake. They are not written in. My my magazine of choice, Nintendo Power, is the worst offender. If you look at them, they are all the letters are like, my friend says the Sega Genesis is good because it has some dumb games or some shit, but I told him the Super NES is best because it has a 32-gig 16-bit processor, all the great games like Super Mario, Super Mario 2, available now at your local Toys R Us. Which one's best and why? And then they'd be like, great question, Tyler, from somewhere in the Midwest. And here's an answer and where you can buy our pro and like these are all fake that almost is better because someone was like what do i wish someone wrote into us but please indulge me these are right. despite knowing these are absolute bullshit these are always like my favorite part of a magazine is the ridiculous letters since you and i are adults in our 30s this is very entertaining but i could see how teenagers would not understand this Question one, I haven't had sex yet, and I've heard that there's a lot of blood and pain the first time. Is that true? Wait, what was the answer to that? It's really long. It started off with the first time is different for everyone. Some women bleed and others don't. It just goes on about, you know, some people bleed, some people don't. Some people have pain, some people have don't. That sounds um, like a metal song. Is it true that when a guy has sex with you, he can tell if you're a virgin or not? I don't know, but problem i don't know i I don't know the answer to that i would assume that uh probably because you probably are acting like a nervous idiot like no one's cool their first time i don't think so i need yeah. to know the answer to this don't make me put this in my search history yeah kind of like you can probably also tell if someone's a vegetarian or does crossfit by fucking them because same thing they'll tell you if they are no it's not true the only way a guy can know whether you've had sex before is if you tell him yeah, there's no physical difference between virgins and non-virgins. Even a doctor giving you an exam usually can't tell if you're a virgin or not. Although it makes sense to tell your doctor if you're sexually active so you can be checked for STDs. Do you want to hear the last two sex questions? Oh, absolutely. I'm learning a lot. My friend says there's no way you can get pregnant if you have sex during your period. Should I believe her? I'm going with your visual cues and being, no, 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 you can't or no, you shouldn't believe her. <laughs> you it's not I'm, I'm, it's harder to but you can right yeah it's it's not easier to get pregnant during that time but you can some people can 
thank you, Seventeen Magazine, for explaining it to some people. I guess I should have written into the magazine and been like, what is woman? This one is rough. I feel really bad for this fake person. When my boyfriend wanted me to have sex with him, he told me he was a virgin just like me and that we didn't need to use protection because two virgins couldn't make a baby or spread any kind of disease. Well, it turned out he wasn't a virgin, and although he didn't know it at the time, he was infected with HIV. Now I'm infected too, and I'm pregnant. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's very uh, fake because, like... Yes, that has happened, that exact scenario. But one is, if you were like, a guy got me into bed under false pretenses to take my virginity, and now I have AIDS and a child, you wouldn't be like, I should doodle out a letter to this fun magazine and tell them about it. That is really obviously fake and just such a, like, a scared straight. Has anyone ever thought that two virgins can't get pregnant? Sounds like a fucking spell. Is it like witchcraft? Like under the blood moon, two virgins shall form as one and there shall be none, baby. My friends are telling me that there are foods that can make you want to have sex. For example, one friend says green Smarties will make you feel this way. Is this true? (laughs) Wait, that's the only example? That one might have been a letter someone actually sent in because who who would come up with that? Like we should totally do a segment next time where we just eat green smarties and see what happens but i'm gonna say i don't think that's that's weird especially like well there are foods that are considered to be aphrodisiacs but like the science behind them is kind of fishy but green smarties basically it said if you have yourself convinced that it'll make you feel sexy it will okay that's fair maybe green skittles or whatever your turn on like, can you imagine at the, the 17 meeting, they're like, all right, who wants to interview Steven Tyler? Okay, let's see. Who wants to uh, who wants to pretend to be like a teenage girl writing about like, what about boys fluids and my lady hole? No, okay, no one. No one wants that one. Oh, you raising your hand back there. No, I wanted Steven Tyler. No, here's already taken. Whoever was like the, the least favorite person at the office, they're like, you're doing the sex ed column. The time has come. Mariah. With a new husband, a new look, and a career on Fast Forward, Mariah is living proof that dreams can come true. Oh, wow. That is a real... She is so hot. Okay. But again, I, you know, I am not above it all. I like girls. I like women. I like all that stuff. But I like... I genuinely find women the most attractive when they're like, I'm a person with self-esteem and I have worth and have my own thing going on. But it's so degrading. Like that one picture just to spread. Like, yeah, that's such a blowjob. Like, oh, now that you've... Oh, I'm is, never going to be able to so see this. It's so annoying because she is such an accomplished woman. She's fucking rich. She made the only Christmas song that's come out since like 1800s. She made... She's such an accomplished, successful woman, even back then. And she's gorgeous, but to just... Oh, who would want to read an article, especially aimed at women, aimed at young girls? Like, Mm. that's so degrading, especially she's a, I find her attractive because she's smart and successful, not because she's hot. She's hot too, but like, I feel like even if you wanted to objectify women, you could do better than just be like, see, this is like, she would do sex to you real good. The article itself, I mean, it does talk a little bit about her, this is early 90s, so she was established, but obviously not the- Yeah fucking legend we know her to be now but it really sucks because here 
Oh, this is so problematic. I'm just going to read it. I hate it. With delicate model-like features, Mariah Carey doesn't exactly look as if she's ever had beauty troubles. Are you kidding? She continues. I always thought I was ugly. My best friend was this perfect looking blonde and I had all this frizzy hair and bushy eyebrows. I remember being in seventh grade, really wanting to impress this guy. So I tried highlighting my hair and it came out orange all over. A few years ago, I guess I got into the good life a little too much. I became sort of more voluptuous than I wanted to be. She says, gesturing, just fucking wait, gesturing toward her now pencil slim body wrapped in a tight racing striped black. Now I run on the treadmill and do sit-ups, but I find if I work out too much, I have no energy left for singing. And let me tell you, that's a workout by itself. The 90s were so problematic. so mean, especially in like one run-on sentence. She's like, I used to be too fat and now I am too thin and now I work out too much and not enough. Also, can I see that girl that she was friends with that made her feel bad about herself? Because she's gorgeous and if she wasn't the hot one, then some woman out there is running around dangerously hot left unchecked but i find it hard to believe that she was like i have bushy eyebrows so i just put myself in the trash can to not bother anyone because i was human garbage because of my bushy eyebrows and my breasts that were too big and too small at the same time like could you imagine seeing her and just being like "Mm, i really like to see her on the treadmill she's not doing it for me we have one more page left and it's our horoscope oh good all right, I'll read you yours to, first. To be fair, I believe in all kinds of mystical, weird shit. Most of it I made up myself. Horoscopes are fun, but I'm not a believer. But I, I'm not a believer, but I'm open to weird ideas. Just astrology, fun, but not a believer. But we'll see if you can convince me. Oh, this one will definitely convince <laughs> you. Good news, Virgo. After solving last month's big crisis... The weeks ahead will slide by like butter, part of your Lando Lakes life in intense flirtation with a new guy. You stage a bigger comeback than Meatloaf when you ace an exam. This month, you find pleasure in kicking back at home and being spiritual, lighting scented candles or holding seances to contact some 1980s celebrity's dead career. (laughs) Okay, I've done that within the last week. 80s celebrities, the only part that I've actually done. That's too random to be correct. That's such a grab bag of like things could have been kind of good, but also bad. And also remember Meatloaf? He's fun. Somebody's like, I got in like three butter references, then shifted to Meatloaf. I am so good at writing. Like, are you hungry? Do you need a lunch break? (laughs) The rest of them are just like, I'm going to knock out half these before lunch and half that. And they're just like, you should eat a sandwich of loving yourself and taking good care of yourself like broccoli. And then come back from lunch and they're all just like, just be cool. It's fine. A meatloaf reference just doesn't sit well with me. Mine is equally ridiculous and very, it didn't age well. I'm going I'm to give mine an accuracy rating of like 8%. Something you're sure will make you seem so sophisticated, like smoking, gets you in trouble. <laughs> Don't sulk. This month, you can get what you want by discussing things rationally. We know you're saving yourself for one of the Kennedy cousins, but mid-month, why not accept a date with a persistent Pisces? Remind me what Kennedy cousins are? What? Okay, listen, I grew up with pop culture and I don't fucking know, so I'm going to look it up right now. (laughs) 
But so how accurate do you think that was? I mean, degrading and diminutive aside, how accurate? That was like a 5%. I'm trying to think of, I'm, I'm looking this up. I don't know what the fuck the Kennedy cousins are. I don't know. Maybe there was some Kennedys that were really hot in the 90s and the girls liked them. Well, I feel like that's a real hard swing and a miss if they're like, you would throw yourself at the Kennedy twins like a fool and you're like, who? Yeah. yeah. Swing and a miss. Astrology not proven here. Carl Sagan can continue to rest in peace. I read my horoscope the first time I ever drove a car. My mom was starting to teach me how to drive. And it said something like, I know you want to hit the gas, but make sure you pump the brakes and this and that. And I was like, excuse me, what? Well, before we wrap everything up, what have you learned from today's magazine? Doubled my general knowledge about how sex works, definitely. I don't want to be the kind of guy who's like like white knighting and being like protect women and stuff because no one needs that. You know, equality is when you're equal, not when you're, you know, but I, I do try to make an effort to overcome a lot of the prejudices from like growing up. And I just feel like the way women are treated is just, not healthy women all have to look sexy and men have to have money and like especially like i have a daughter and i you know i grew up in a lot of problematic cultures and so like it matters to me i don't want to solve the world's problems but i want to not add to them and uh man seeing where a lot of the stuff that like i know this i know the 90s isn't where like sexism started but uh it's where it started for us and like yeah i'm i'm it's nice to see where a lot of that stuff came comes from because it helps me understand where I'm at or like, I definitely remember feeling like when I was a young teenager that like the perspective on women was so obviously toxic. Now looking back, so obviously toxic that like, I, no wonder it been very difficult to survive being given that as a child and told not only is this normal, it's cool. Oh, you know, who's in your corner? Uh, you know, who's a real feminist, Steven Tyler. That would suck. 